Good afternoon. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. Welcome to Love from the Hip. This show airs every Wednesday at 2 p.m. right here on KKNW and was created with the intention of helping others to help themselves. You will hear me interview remarkable people from around the world who are making a difference by helping others in their own unique way. You may also hear me follow up with guests I have hypnotized on a special edition of Love from the Hip available online at lovefromthehip.com and on my YouTube at Love from the Hip, and that's H-Y-P. Together we can all make a difference, and it begins with love, love from the hip. According to the AARDA, American Autoimmune Related Disease Association, there are now more than 100 autoimmune diseases. 75% of those affected are women, and it takes a person on average 4.6 years to get a correct diagnosis after seeing roughly five doctors. And according to the AARDA and traditional medicine, an autoimmune disease is not only genetic, but also occurs when the body's immune system becomes misdirected and attacks organs it was designed to protect. According to functional medicine doctors, including Dr. Mark Hyman, they believe there is an underlying issue, usually a heavy load of environmental toxins that confuses the immune system so much that it attacks its own tissues rather than the foreign molecule. Spiritual healers and practitioners believe that autoimmune dis-ease is not truly loving yourself. Louise Hay says, your health is a mirror of your relationship to yourself and your body. Henceforth, if one is attacking themselves with unloving and negative thoughts, then one's cells will only do the same. Western and traditional medicine does not believe in a cure for autoimmune and combats it by suppressing the immune system using drugs like steroids, which keep the immune system low and from overreacting. Functional medicine believes if you remove the underlying factors like bacteria and toxins through diet, supplements, herbs, exercise, and mindfulness, one can overcome the autoimmune disorder. Spiritual healers and practitioners encourage removing the toxic and shaming beliefs as well as facing any prior experience or trauma that instigated those thoughts in the first place. This is a topic I am well-versed in. I did not think I would be here a year ago, not just on the radio, but here physically, still living. Although I have spots all over my skin reminding me of that fight, and although I'm not in full remission, I have still come a long way. I do believe that the rise in autoimmune disease may be related to the increased toxin in our environment, our food, and our water. But the bigger culprit I see is that more and more people are not truly loving themselves. This has become the greater epidemic than an autoimmune disease itself. Did I fully love myself at the time I was diagnosed or at the time I flared? I would say no. I tried and embraced everything from shaman, healers, and Reiki to John of God's crystals, beds, and herbs, the medical medium, Ayurvedic, homeopathic, holistic, Chinese, and Western medicine. And from that, I took what resonated with me. I finally began listening to my body tell me what I needed, and I allowed it to do what it needed to, when it needed to, through the process. I was given the gift of life twice now, and that is the gift I intend to share with all of you each time I get on the radio. You are right where you need to be, and you're doing the best you can do. The more shows I do, the more people I meet. We all share a common struggle. This just validates the fact that I am not alone, and neither are you. Today I'll be interviewing TV and media personality, model, and holistic nutritionist Brianne Rice. She will share with you her journey, her struggles, and the autoimmune disease that has changed her life. So stick around because you won't want to miss it.
Peach fuzz is great if it's on a peach. Let Sakura Skin and Mind remove unsightly hair with dermaplaning. Although its primary purpose is to remove layers of dead skin, it's just one of the added benefits leaving your skin baby smooth, safe, effective, fast and affordable. What a concept! Sakura Skin and Mind wants you to look your very best, and dermaplaning is just one tool in their chest. Find out about dermaplaning at sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A, skinandmind.com. We bring out the healthy skin and healthy way of thinking you didn't know you had. There's a reason they invented the internet. It's called 1150kknw.com. Welcome back to Love from the Hip. I am spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. And don't forget to subscribe to my YouTube channel and follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Love from the Hip, and that's HYP. Today I have the pleasure of interviewing TV and media personality, model, and holistic nutritionist Brianne Rice. Thank you for being here today, Brianne. Thanks so much for having me. So I want you to tell us when you were first diagnosed with your autoimmune disorder, and which autoimmune disorder is that? When I was 19, I was diagnosed with vitiligo, which is an autoimmune disease where your body attacks its own skin cells and you begin to lose pigmentation. So imagine waking up one day and you start to lose the pigmentation. So it's pretty dramatic, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So vitiligo, again, it attacks your own skin cells. Your your body is essentially attacking itself. Mm -hmm. Okay. So for... and. For those of us that don't know a whole lot about vitiligo, does it hurt? Is it painful? No, it's actually only cosmetic. Um, with many other autoimmune diseases, you have pain or inflammation or things like that, but it's merely just your skin losing its pigment. It's not contagious. It's, <laughs> it doesn't hurt, um, but it it's devastating to your self-esteem. Yeah, I bet. And so you were 19. I was 19. Wow. Which was two years ago. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> let's tell people that. Um, yeah, she does look young. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it, yeah, it started when I was 19, so I was very, very young. Okay. And what do you believe led to you getting this autoimmune disorder? I believe, honestly, it was trauma and stress. Mm-hmm. Um, it started with digestive issues. I was down to 107 pounds, which... For some reason in the modeling world, they love that. Yeah. Uh, but I I looked very ill. Everything I was eating was making me sick. And during this time, I was going through a lot of stress. And, you know, working within the industry and having all these unrealistic standards of perfection, I need to be this weight, I need to look a certain way and just be essentially perfect all of the time. Yeah. And never feeling like I was enough. Um, you know, it's it started with the digestive issues and then it led to vitiligo, which I think a huge part of our immune system is actually located in our digestive tract, right? Mm-hmm. So it starts with a compromised digestive tract, then it led to food allergies, then vitiligo, and it was awful. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, absolutely. yeah, that led to to that. Okay. And so do you also believe that there was a lack of self-love going on? I mean, you're, you're modeling, so there's this high stress, right? And you're comparing yourself to other girls. Absolutely. I... Remember how insecure I felt in my life at that point. And this is before the vitiligo started. So imagine feeling insecure to begin with Mm -hmm. and then experiencing that on top of it. Um, I I was working within the industry and I remember people telling me, you need to go put more makeup on. You need to lose weight. You need to look a certain way all the Mm -hmm. time. And I, I never felt beautiful. It's crazy because... 
I look at my 20s and my my teen years and I was the most insecure person there was. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when the vitiligo started, it just pushed me over the edge of insecurity. Yeah, no, absolutely. Wow. And so when did you start modeling then? Um, it was around the age of 17 Okay, uh, is when it finally kind of kicked into gear. And then 19 is when the vitiligo started. And mm-hmm. I gave that up because of the insecurity. I would show up to photo shoots with makeup on and they would yeah. put me away in the corner and I wasn't able to cover it all the way. And they would be like, what's going on? Did you, they thought that I put on my concealer incorrectly or something because yeah. it's a shade lighter. But I would show up and say, I have vitiligo, so I came with my makeup on because the other models, they looked perfect and they looked beautiful. But I felt if I showed up like that, Mm -hmm. people would think that there was something wrong with me and they wouldn't want to book me, you know. And I spent so much time trying to look like I had normal skin that it just destroyed my self-esteem. Wow. I gave it up. Wow. And I bet for a lot of them, they didn't understand no, they didn't. Was. they didn't. They didn't. It was contagious, like you said. No, and and back then, I mean, we had Michael Jackson, who was the pretty big celebrity at the time. Mm-hmm. We didn't have our amazing supermodel Winnie Harlow out there, <laughs> who has vitiligo and is very outspoken about it. But it wasn't really a talked about thing. A lot of people didn't have it. There wasn't really the self love movement like we have going on now, where women mm-hmm. of all shapes, mm-hmm. sizes, colors, you know, you name it are modeling and killing it. We didn't have that back then. It was still, I got to look a certain way. I have to meet this unrealistic standard of perfection. I have to be super stick skin, skinny. And, uh, you know, I, I didn't measure up in my mind. When do you think that shifted in the modeling industry? I think it's been within the last four years, honestly, is when Mm -hmm. I've really seen it because Mm -hmm. now we have people that aren't the height that is typical You know, Mm -hmm. with modeling, you have to be a certain height. You have to be a certain weight or size. And now I'm seeing women with amazing curves. And to me, they look healthy and they look normal. Like, And, uh, you know, different sizes, different. Some people have freckles. Some people have vitiligo. Some Mm -hmm. people are curvy. I love it. We're embracing just beauty in its own uniqueness. Mm -hmm. And everyone, we're all individuals. We all are uniquely beautiful. And I just love how we're embracing this right now. No. I hope it it doesn't phase out because with different trends, there's, you know, it was like the eyebrow trend. It was when I was in high school, my mom waxed my eyebrows one time before senior photos. Oh, my (laughs) God, it was a nightmare. And they were super skinny. (laughs) You know, trends go in and out. But I think that this one is here to stay. Stay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, that's terrific. And what do you think shifted that? With the movement? Yeah. I just think think people got tired of saying only a certain you know, look, look, and real women are, are beautiful too. You know, women that aren't, uh, six feet tall or, you know, it's, everyone's beautiful. And Mm -hmm. I think we just got tired of seeing this one look and we're like, can we just have, you know, embrace all different types of beauty? So, yeah, no, that's terrific. Well, we're going to have to take a quick break, but when we come back, we're going to touch on the bachelor. Yay. If you're planning on building a home or a major landscaping project, you'll want the team of Stone Resources on your side. Safely, effectively, and correctly working with our unique terrain requires local knowledge and environmental care. For 21 years, Stone Resources has been making sure their customers' biggest investment is on solid ground. Trust your next earth-moving project to Stone Resources. Call 425 425- 
425-754-6792. That's 425-754-6792. Stone Resources. We make the earth move. And remember, if you need dirt or have dirt to get rid of, you can call on us. 425-754-6792. Your skin is your body's largest organ. Care for it properly, starting with your face. Sakura Skin and Mind offers several clinical facial treatments to help stimulate collagen production, eliminate toxins, boost circulation, and deeply cleanse. See a new you in your mirror. Clinical facials range from $90 and up. Do your face a favor. Sakura Skin and Mind, erasing wrinkles, one clinical facial at a time. Learn more, sakuraskinandmind.com, S-A-K-U. URA skinandmind.com. Microneedling is a revolutionary treatment that can help reduce the appearance of acne scars, fine lines, pigmentation, wrinkles, even improve the appearance of stretch marks by stimulating collagen and elastin. Sakura Skin and Mind specializes in this procedure that jumpstarts your body's natural healing process. Sakura Skin and Mind believes in not only keeping the skin up to date with the latest trends in the skincare industry, but also keeping the skin beautiful, fast, pretty, painless, and affordable. Find out more at sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A skinandmind.com. Make us part of your daily routine. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. And don't forget to subscribe to my YouTube channel and follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Love from the Hip, and that's H-Y-P. Today, I have the pleasure of interviewing TV and media personality, model, and holistic nutritionist, Brianne Rice. And before the break, she was actually revealing to us about her autoimmune disorder that she struggles with, which is called vitiligo. So I wanted to ask you how that impacted you in your younger years of dating. I would hide it from anyone (laughs) and everyone. My parents were the only people that knew about it. And... I would always go on these dates and I would be perfectly made up. It would take me 45 minutes an hour. And I felt like, okay, if I kiss him, is it going to come off? Is he going to see my face? I just, I felt so insecure. I would not let them see me without any makeup on. And I had to be perfectly made up all the time. Yeah. So that just carried over. You didn't have any issues. Was there any man that you dated or I should say boy by back then <laughs> that you dated that you revealed your vitiligo no, I, to? No, not no. really. No. Okay. Wow. No. I kept it in my little secret. It's a big secret. I know. Yeah. I, people always ask me if I'm good at keeping secrets, and I'm like, eh, yeah, I am. <laughs> okay. So that brings me to The Bachelor. So how did that opportunity arise for you? I actually was contacted by one of their casting producers, and mm-hmm. they were having an audition downtown Seattle uh, Pacific Place, and it was the day of the audition, and I was getting ready for something, and I, I get this email, and they're like, hey, we heard about you. We'd love for you to come down. And I was like, what? The Bachelor? What? <laughs> you know, and I remember saying, God, if this is really what you want me to do, give me a sign, and he did, and so I was like, oh, fine. So I went down there, and I auditioned, and they said, hey, we'd love to to have you on the show. And that was that. Wow. And so I have to ask you, what was the sign? <laughs> um, I said, I, I I need them to be really persistent. And okay. I need to. And then they like ended up calling me and said, OK, it was the final kick in the pants to get mm-hmm. me to go down there. Okay. So 
So it, given the opportunity to do The Bachelor and having done it, would you do it again? I definitely would. It was a learning experience, and yeah. I think it gave me confidence. Okay. And that's why I went on the show to begin with was to get confidence. Yeah. I always felt like I was called to media. Mm-hmm. I didn't know how I would get there or what that would look like. I just felt that I was going to be in the media and I was going to help other women. Okay. And that was kind of the beginning of the start of everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and then going back to modeling with you having to keep it a secret, was that also something that you had to do on The Bachelor? I did. And um, I did my own makeup and hair because I felt like, is it going to wash off? I wanted it to look a certain way. Mm-hmm. I didn't know if on camera it was going to translate differently. So I... I, they did my makeup actually on the show and I, I went back to the hotel room and I started crying and I'm like, uh. oh. and so I ended up washing it off and doing my own. And there's all these beautiful women and they have perfectly pigmented skin and I felt super insecure about it. And obviously I didn't make it super far. He didn't give me a rose, dang it. Uh, <laughs> but I thought further down the line, this is going to come out. Because mm. they do different scenes and they're going to, I can't fall asleep with my makeup on. I mean, I can lay down and open my eyes and close them and just stay put and hope right. it stays on, right? Yeah. But I I thought eventually it's going to come out. But at that time, I wasn't really comfortable talking about it and it never mm-hmm. came out because I didn't make it very far. But after that, that happened, I really knew, okay, I need to let this go. Mm-hmm. And the first step of of letting something go is being vulnerable and open and honest and accepting it. Mm-hmm. So I posted a makeup free selfie on Instagram, not knowing, okay, I'm putting this out into the universe. Who knows where it's, I, I think I had like a thousand followers on Instagram at yeah. that, at that time in my life, just thinking oh, a few of my friends are going to see this. Well, I posted it and a company from the UK that was filming a documentary with Discovery Channel saw it by the hashtags and they were inspired by my photo. Mm-hmm. And they said, hey, we're filming this documentary about people that have conditions that they hide from other people. We would love to have you. Yeah. I end up filming a documentary with them. And my last two weeks of filming, my photo goes viral. So it's complete chaos. I'm doing interviews with Today Show, People Magazine, <laughs> Teen Vogue. I end up on the Dr. Phil show. I'm doing the Hallmark channel. My life is just go, went from zero to 100 really, really fast. Wow. All from just exposing just that picture of yourself. from being vulnerable and, and saying, this is what I'm struggling with. Yeah. Letting it go, accepting it, but then also speaking to other women or people mm-hmm. with insecurities and saying, hey, right. this is what I've been struggling with for so long and I'm choosing to love and accept myself finally uh-huh. and let this go. And when that happened, it was my come to Jesus, aha, mm-hmm. light bulb moment. Mm-hmm. And from that point on, it's been, it's been amazing. And I've, I've helped so many women. I, I get emails daily and mm-hmm. I just love being able to expose my truth and share my story. Right. But also that was a big part of my healing. Yeah. Yeah. And also just allowing other young women to know that it's okay yeah. to share with what you have. I mean, I, th- I believe so many people, I mean, you see me yeah. knowing that I have suffered or have been through something and not being able to actually see what someone's going through mm-hmm. to just share with them, you know, hey, just bear it. And yeah. wow, is that just a heavy burden that you just felt like you 
set to the side. I felt like a huge weight was lifted off of me and I spent my whole 20s being so insecure. I posted it two years ago. Okay. And I was um, 31 at the time. Mm -hmm. I posted it. I'm like, damn, my whole life I felt like crap about this thing. And finally I let it go and it was so freeing. And I feel like, okay, now I'm able to live my best life Mm -hmm. and focus on becoming the best version of myself. Mm -hmm. And when I look back at those thoughts and ideas that I believed about myself, that I wasn't beautiful, that I couldn't model, that I would never be on TV, I would never find a man to love me or the right man to mm-hmm. love me. And I look at the person I've become now and how I've changed my my mind and let that go. And it's it's been amazing. Wow. That's really empowering to so many people mm-hmm. and brave, you know, to have to do that. So um, I'm, I'm assuming that you made some friends on The Bachelor yeah, I was did. this all shocking to them when you came? I mean, because you were nobody you're knew side about by it. side with them yeah. on camera. Yeah, nobody knew about it. And uh, I'm friends with a lot of former Bachelor contestants on Facebook as well. And when I posted it on Facebook and they said they reached out and they said, I had no idea. I just mm-hmm. thought you were a pretty girl. We had no idea. And it was, I mean, shocking to everyone that I actually had that the whole time. Mm hmm. And so then you had your experience with Dr. Phil. Mm-hmm. And so how was that? <laughs> he's, he's awesome. Yeah. You see a person on TV and feeling their energy in person is totally different. And uh-huh. he he was awesome. He was very, I would, he reminded me kind of my dad. Like he was just very like caring and fatherly. And uh-huh. he was just a really nice person and very, very uh, welcoming. Yeah. So yeah. On, on Dr. Phil, you're sharing your story then. Mm-hmm with modeling and everything else yeah. you did and keeping this a secret. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, he I had to film. They do the kind of background story first, so I had to film for a couple of days and do different scenes of me telling my story and then mm-hmm. we did the actual interview in front of a live studio audience on a different day. So a, a lot goes into the filming of it, but mm-hmm. yeah, that was probably one of my favorite interviews that I've done. Wow, that's fantastic. Well, we're going to have to take a quick break, but when we come back, we're going to talk to Brienne about love. Ooh. On this weekly skinny, I would like to discuss the latest trend in the skincare industry, the threading facelift. Thread lifts have made a comeback after their first go in the 90s. Back then, they were harder to use, created scar tissue, and permanently anchored to the brows, temples, and scalp. But now, the newest technology in thread lifts is the Silhouette InstaLep and Nova threads, which can be used anywhere, require no anchoring, and have dissolving sutures. This new thread lift technology also stimulates collagen type 1 and 2 by causing a selective inflammatory response, giving the patient not only an instant lift, but also longer lasting results. This procedure is great for addressing jowls, nasolabial folds, and even the neck. Basically, it is a lifting of the sagging facial tissue using thread that is subcutaneously inserted into the skin. The whole procedure is done under a local anesthetic, takes about 45 minutes, is so non-invasive that you can even return to work right afterwards. These thread lifts, especially the Nova threads, are now being used on other areas of the body, including the breasts, thighs, arms, stomach, buttocks, etc. Prices range from $1,500 to $5,000, much less than the average $10,000 facelift, and results can last anywhere from six months to almost a couple of years, patient-depending. 
Of course, if you decide to try this procedure, make sure you ask your doctor if it makes sense for you and if it meets your expectations. Hypnotherapy helps you discover and explore deep, sustainable life changes. Let Sakura guide your communication with your unconscious mind. Rid yourself of negative behaviors, fears, pains, and emotions. Weight loss, smoking, childhood drama, chronic pain, and much more can be addressed. Begin healing now. Just $100 for the first session. Learn more. Sakura Skin and Mind.com. S A K U R A Skin and Mind. Com. Bring out the healthy way of thinking you didn't know you had. Did you know that your skin is your body's first defense against disease and infection? BrioTech knows and has developed their topical skin spray to enhance your skin's natural healing responses and defenses. BrioTech is all about providing its customers products that help promote skin wellness. BrioTech Topical Skin Spray is a light misting spray free of added fragrance, oil, alcohol, and parabens. All this protection without clogging your pores. It's a must addition to your all-around daily skincare regimen. Try BrioTech, a collection of sprayers from two ounces to eight ounces. With this bundle, you can have BrioTech Topical Skin Spray wherever life takes you. All natural and safe to use from head to toe. Irritations, redness, post-procedure sensitivities, Get BrioTech Topical Skin Spray today. Years in the making, doctor recommended, and available through Amazon. Learn more at BrioTechUSA.com. That's B-R-I-O-T-E-C-H-U-S-A.com. Support your skin at BrioTechUSA.com. Wherever you go, Alternative Talk 1150 is here for you. Welcome back to Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. And don't forget to subscribe to my YouTube channel and follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Love From The Hip, and that's HYP. Today I have the pleasure of interviewing TV and media personality, model, and holistic nutritionist Brianne Rice. And before the break, she was actually sharing with us her experience on Dr. Phil. And so I have to say, despite not receiving the rose, I mean, The Bachelor's really served its purpose for you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it did. The motivating factor for you to actually come out and share with everyone that big secret that you've been mm-hmm. holding on to for so, so long. Yeah. Yeah. How liberating. <laughs> so let's talk about love. So do you think that The Bachelor is actually an ideal place to find true love? I think everyone goes on it for different reasons, but many people have found love on the show and been successful. They've gotten married because realistically, you could meet your your person anywhere, right? Mm-hmm. It could be... Whole Foods in the chocolate aisle. You both reach for the same chocolate. And he says, hey, girl, are you going to eat all that? In a Ryan Gosling <laughs> voice, of course. Or of you course. could be on a reality TV show and, and meet your match. So I'm totally open to it. I've seen lots of people get engaged, get married, and some people it doesn't work out. Mm-hmm. That's true. So how has dating been since you've come out with Vitiligo? It's been a lot easier because there was this thing invented called Google. So I actually don't need to tell people that I have vitiligo. They just see the photos and it's just, it's pretty easy. They just show up and they know everything about me. No, I'm yeah. just kidding. But um, it's it's been both difficult and wonderful because when you unfortunately put yourself out there and you have a lot of publicity then it can tend to attract the good and the bad. Oh, yeah. And people just wanting to date you for the wrong reasons Mm -hmm. at the same time. 
but it's brought a lot of amazing people that I would never have the opportunity to chat with. Mm-hmm. But dating, I think, is is difficult in general. Uh, just, Especially in Seattle. Oh, girl, don't <laughs> get me started. Yes, in Seattle. Um, but I think when you know what you want and you've dated and you've you know experienced life, you make your non-negotiables. That's mm-hmm. what I've been focusing on because before I, I'm the nice girl and right. that gets me into trouble because a lot of the time I will overlook the quote red flag and see the potential of what the person could be and focus on, oh, but they're so nice in this area. But that's not reality. You have to look at people's actions and have your non-negotiables and your core beliefs. And mm-hmm. if those don't match, then bye. Right. You know, you got to say boy, bye. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, and the fact that you are now so genuine, right? Because you are who you are and mm-hmm. you're not afraid to share that you have vitiligo and you're really your true self. Would you say also that there's a kind of a measure of self-love that has to go into dating as well? Absolutely. And... It's funny because I talk about self-love and then that was not reflecting in my personal life. Right. I was saying, let's love ourselves, be your own unique. But but really, I don't do it. Right. <laughs> right. But really that comes down to, okay, Brian, are you really loving yourself? Mm-hmm. Are you tolerating this? And I would say, I'm always attracting jerks or whatever. But then I was looking at it and I'm allowing this behavior because I'm not loving myself and knowing that I deserve better. Mm-hmm. So when someone doesn't treat you right or they do things, you have to say, you know what? Nope, I love myself and I'm not allowing this into my life. Right, exactly. So what are some of the qualities of your ideal man? Ooh, let's see who's listening. Um, <laughs> integrity is huge for me. That's number one. Mm -hmm. And I think if you can't manage yourself when you're single, how are you going to manage yourself when you're in a relationship, really? And I'm looking at, you know, what their core beliefs are, their value system, because if you don't have the same core morals or values, you're going to see life through a different set of lenses, right? Mm -hmm. What you think is acceptable and respectful in a relationship or friendship, that's going to be different than what I believe if we aren't on the same page. Mm -hmm. Someone who is definitely spiritual, believes in God, that's important to me. I need that in a relationship. And he's got to have a sense of humor because I'm a big goofball. I do all these media interviews and they're super serious, but I am (laughs) the biggest goofball there is, okay? Yeah. Don't get me started. (laughs) And he just has to be fun. And mm-hmm. a positive person, I don't do well with negative people. Mm-hmm. I'm well, words of affirmation is one of my love languages too. So I think I'm a little sensitive to criticism, mm-hmm. but just someone who wants to encourage me and build me up. And I've thought sometimes that I'm too much for people mm-hmm. because I am an outgoing extrovert and I do all these things. But for me, someone who accepts me and loves me for who I am and all of these things and I don't need to tone myself down is, is a big one. Well, you right. Know? I mean, you've already done that, right? Yeah. Toned yourself down when you were modeling and hiding mm-hmm. the vitiligo. Yeah. So I have to ask you with vitiligo and for our listeners, can it spread? Can it spread around the body? It can. Mm-hmm. The most common areas are hands, face, under the armpit, legs, mm-hmm. uh, under the breasts, But mine is only on my face, and I have a little cute spot on my elbow. Okay. There's two spots on my knees that it looks like it's it's a little bit transparent. But for me, it's pretty 
90% my face. So okay. I'm not really worried about it. Uh -huh. But yes, it can spread stress, trauma, not eating the right foods, you know, putting foods that are causing inflammation, mm -hmm. processed foods, Being drinking, toxic relationships, toxic relationships. <laughs> hello. Yeah. Yes. All of those things. And so and and now to this day, it's in the same spots that you've had when you were younger, when you were first diagnosed. Yes. But it, it spread on my face a lot throughout the years when I was from 19 to about 27. Okay. And then it slowed down. I changed my diet. I got out of toxic relationships that were not good for me. Mm -hmm. I learned to love myself. Yeah, loving yourself. Which is a daily process. I'm still working on that one. No one's yeah, perfect, right? No, that's a hard but one. But I'm very self-critical as well. I would nitpick, oh, look in the mirror. I would look at what was wrong with me rather than saying, oh, you're beautiful. Da, 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 da. Mm -hmm. I would just nitpick myself. So I still have to train my brain not to do that. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> So what do you say to other people that come to you with vitiligo? They come to me and they ask me what kind of makeup I use to cover it up. They ask me, how did I accept it? Mm -hmm. And it breaks my heart because I can feel their pain when they're talking to me about, oh, and it'll be a teenager sometimes or an older woman. And she'll say, I'm afraid that no one's going to be attracted to me. People give me weird looks at school and I, it breaks my heart. Mm -hmm. But I tell them. The best thing you can do is love yourself, be confident, because that does not define you. It doesn't mean you're any less beautiful. It means that that's, that's who you were created to be, and you need to love and accept that person. Mm -hmm. And that's when true confidence comes in. Pretend it doesn't even exist. It's you, and you need to love yourself. And that's an easy concept to say, but right. realistically, it comes down to how you think and what you believe, because mm -hmm. thoughts become things. And as a man thinketh, so is he. That's one of my favorite Bible verses. Yeah. But if you believe that you're beautiful, it doesn't matter what you look like. Mm -hmm. You can be comfortable and confident in your own skin. does yeah. not matter. If you believe it, then you are. So if you wake up and you look in the mirror and you think, oh, man, I'm not attractive. I need to lose 20 pounds. My hair is terrible. I look like I'm Chewbacca. What is going on? You think all those things. That's what... You're going to put the focus and the energy on. And also you're going to project that insecurity and people can sniff that out and they can mm -hmm. pick up on that. And then you attract people into your life that are toxic. And when you exude happiness, confidence, I'm beautiful. I'm going to find someone that's going to love me in the way that I deserve. You're going to put that out there. People are going to want to be around you. They're going to look at you and be like, whoa, what kind of water is Brianne drinking today? I need some of that. <laughs> uh -huh. And you just, you have to love yourself. You have to change your mind. That's the biggest thing is your mind. It's yeah. powerful, That's powerful really stuff. Great. That's really great. Yeah. Especially for the younger, you know, younger generations out there. Yeah. They and kids and, and words are so powerful. Mm -hmm. I can still remember being in grade school and some of the mean things that girls said to me that still stick with me. Mm -hmm. We don't remember the compliments, but it can take one bad thing or one bad experience and it just sticks with you mm -hmm. or it can bring on trauma or set off an insecurity. Well, is my nose too big? Like, do I really, do I need mm -hmm. a note? You know? Yeah. And, and girls can be very mean. Oh, <laughs> girls were so mean to me. Yeah. Now I'm blessed with amazing girlfriends 
And but when I was a teenager, girls were so mean to me and I was it hurt my feelings because I never did anything. I was the nice girl and they were mean to me and they Mm. would say things and people just don't understand how powerful words are. And so I think kids are kind of catching on now. We need to love Mm -hmm. each other and be careful what we say. And now we have anti-bullying campaigns and things like that. Mm -hmm. So I think that people are finally starting to catch on. Yeah, definitely starting to wake up. So for sure. Well, we're going to have to take a quick break, but when we come back, we'll jump right back in with Brianne Rice. Peach fuzz is great if it's on a peach. Let Sakura Skin and Mind remove unsightly hair with dermaplaning. Although its primary purpose is to remove layers of dead skin, it's just one of the added benefits leaving your skin baby smooth, safe, effective, fast, and affordable. What a concept! Sakura Skin and Mind wants you to look your very best, and dermaplaning is just one tool in their chest. Find out about dermaplaning at sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A, skinandmind.com. We bring out the healthy skin and healthy way of thinking you didn't know you had. Did you know that your skin is your body's first defense against disease and infection? BrioTech knows and has developed their topical skin spray to enhance your skin's natural healing responses and defenses. BrioTech is all about providing its customers products that help promote skin wellness. BrioTech Topical Skin Spray is a light misting spray free of added fragrance, oil, alcohol, and parabens. All this protection without clogging your pores. It's a must addition to your all-around daily skincare regimen. Try BrioTech, a collection of sprayers from two ounces to eight ounces, With this bundle, you can have BrioTech Topical Skin Spray wherever life takes you. All natural and safe to use from head to toe. Irritations, redness, post-procedure sensitivities? Get BrioTech Topical Skin Spray today. Years in the making, doctor recommended, and available through Amazon. Learn more at BrioTechUSA.com. That's B-R-I-O-T-E-C-H-U-S-A.com. Support your skin at BrioTechUSA.com. Conversation you won't find on the rest of the dial. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to Love from the Hip. I am spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. And don't forget to subscribe to my YouTube channel and follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Love from the Hip, and that's H-Y-P. Today I have the pleasure of interviewing TV and media personality, model, and holistic nutritionist, Brianne Rice. And before the break, we were just kind of discussing words of affirmation and self-love and words being so powerful. So what other mindful things do you do to kind of keep your vitiligo at bay? I do a lot of yoga and prayer. I talk to God. Mm -hmm. And for me, that really helps calm my mind and really stress because I have the world's fastest racing mind. And so it takes a lot for me to just sit still And so meditation, yoga, that really helps me. Also, taking care of my body and eating the right foods. Holistic nutrition is huge for me because I saw what food was doing to my body Mm -hmm. and being mindful of what I'm eating. Granted, girlfriend loves her red wine and dark chocolate every (laughs) once in a while. Okay, maybe a lot. (laughs) But taking care of myself, that's really helped me exercise being around happy, awesome people, mm-hmm. positive people who are encouraging me. People, when you, after you leave, you're like, wow, I feel great when you leave the room. Right. You know? Yeah. Not, not starting. Energy vampires. Oh, girl. Don't get me started <laughs> on that. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Okay. 
And so, and then as well, we've, we have done a hypnotherapy session. Mm -hmm. And how do you think that that has helped you? That was amazing. I was a little skeptical at first Mm -hmm. because I read things on the internet and everything's obviously true. But when we were sitting there, I, I'm a fan for life. You are amazing. Thank you. And it, the way I would describe it is me seeing my younger self, like we are, I was watching a movie and mm-hmm. having those experiencing experiences in my subconscious and it was healing and I was letting go of all the bad attachments, toxic relationships, past mindsets, past relationships and cutting the ties. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I started crying. Yeah. I cut the cord. I mm-hmm. started crying. It was emotional. I used up all your tissue <laughs> and I left there and things started to shift, you know, mm-hmm. immediately after I left the show. And I remember saying, I think uh, men never asked me out in person. And I went to go get gas in my car at a random <laughs> gas station, believe it or not, which normally I don't like it when people talk to me at gas stations because I'm like, can I just bump my gas? But this gorgeous man walks up to me and he asks for my number and you're like, no way, no way. It was just like, inst- I'm like, okay, <laughs> all right, whatever you're doing. Right it's after a, our session. Right after our sessions. <laughs> Can we do some hypnotherapy after this, by the way? No. And it was, it was very healing. And I realized when I was talking to myself and my subconscious, when I was going back and looking at those relationships, mm-hmm. what was I thinking? And I, I felt the pain of of my younger self when we were talking about it. And it was very, very healing. Yeah. And although, you know, like you you can sit here consciously talking Mm -hmm. about self-love and how you learn to love yourself, it is different when you have to go back to every age that you were omitting that love and giving it to yourself, from Mm -hmm. yourself. It's super powerful. And that is definitely what you were doing. So So you're a holistic nutritionist. I am. And so do you see clients individually? I work with clients on an individual basis. I love it mm-hmm. because it's very personalized. And I think people, they think that one diet is for everyone and it's not. Mm-hmm. And there's so many contributing factors that can determine what the best diet is for a person. You know, do they have digestive things? Do we have allergy? You know, do we need to work on gut healing? Are they stressed out? So many different things. So I work with clients on an individual basis. I create a customized specific meal plan just for them. Mm -hmm. And we work together as a team. And it's a process because it's not here you go. See you later. There's accountability. Oftentimes it is a mind thing with Mm -hmm. food. We have emotional attachments to food. If I give you what you should be putting in your body, are you actually going to do it? Are you going to say, if I know that I can feel a bajillion, I invented that word, by the word, bajillion. <laughs> uh, if you know you're going to feel a bajillion times better and I gave you this diet, would you really do it? Right. Are you going to stick with it or are you going to go to Taco Tuesday and pretend it's Tuesday every mm-hmm. day? You know, so I just love to help people and I've helped. I've worked with clients all over. Mm-hmm. I do everything via phone or Skype okay. so they can be wherever I I wanted to make my business mobile. Yeah. And then also I do a lot of public speaking, radio, television, mm-hmm. modeling. I wear a lot of different hats. Yeah, you do. So when did you become a holistic nutritionist? I started my business four years ago. I left okay. my job in corporate finance. 
I don't know why I was doing that, honestly, because I hate math. <laughs> I and can't I'm even ter- picture you in finance. It has nothing to do with your, your ability. I'm with terrible math. at math. Okay. I cannot parallel park. <laughs> I cannot do any sort of math. Thank God for iPhone calculator. I don't know what I was thinking. I'm good. I'm good with people. So I thought, hey, mm-hmm. I can get into this. But it was I my brain hurt every single day. Wow. Okay. <laughs> So you but left that and I went into something that. that you know. Yeah, I went into something that helped me mm-hmm. through my own personal journey and saw what food was doing to my body, my digestion, and keeping my vitiligo at bay. And I wanted to help other people educate themselves and mm-hmm. offer them nutritional support. I don't diagnose or treat disease, mm-hmm. but I can offer nutritional support. Yeah, and, and don't you feel like that would also help keep people from developing an autoimmune disorder. Like I said, I believe the health of the body is a reflection of the health of the digestive tract. And Mm -hmm. when people are eating processed foods, inflammatory foods, they have high stress, the gut wall can become compromised. And Mm -hmm. then proteins are leached into the bloodstream, which can trigger an autoimmune disease or food allergies, which really is autoimmune because you're, you're eating a protein, your body's producing antibody to attack that protein like it's a foreign invader mm-hmm. or a virus so it can cause a whole host of problems so that's why it's so huge to eat the right foods yeah people may look amazing on the outside they have they don't have a weight problem they're you know in the gym they feel fine but it, if they're eating the wrong foods it can just be out of nowhere they go through a divorce or some trauma mm-hmm. can trigger Triggers the it. immune system yeah wow so what are three pieces of advice you can give my listeners that are struggling with diet and weight issues? Oh, number one, be mindful. I know that's a trendy thing right now. Mm-hmm. Mindful, mindfulness yeah. and being mindful. Listen to your body. Oftentimes cravings are because our body is deficient in nutrients. Mm-hmm. I love dark chocolate. I'm not going to lie, but oftentimes, especially females, we have our menstrual cycle and things That's why we crave it more than men because we're losing magnesium. So it's Mm -hmm. a magnesium deficiency often. Mm -hmm. So be mindful of what's going on. What are your cravings? And also ask yourself, am I truly hungry? Because you've had a stressful day. You want to reach for the bag of chips. You want to eat a bowl of ice cream. Are you actually physically hungry? Or are you trying to fill an emotional need because you're anxious, because you're nervous? So Mm -hmm. mindfulness, number one. Number two, ask yourself, are these fresh ingredients? Could I go pick this off a tree? Am I getting at Whole Foods or, you know, the fresh chicken, organic fruits, veggies, or am I eating something out of a box? Is your body processed? is mm-hmm, mm-hmm. your body's not going to metabolism. <laughs> oh my gosh, I need tea. Your body <laughs> is not going to metabolize processed foods. It's going to metabolize whole foods. Mm, It's not meant to go in your body. Then your body has to break it down. It's deficient of nutrients. Mm -hmm. It's best to eat fresh. It's best to eat whole. And also, if you're having any sort of symptoms, that is your body speaking to you. So Mm -hmm. if you're eating a food, you get or you're having bloating, digestive issues, you get a headache, you don't feel well, That's your body speaking to you, saying you're reacting to something you're eating. It doesn't like it. So you could have contributing allergies, autoimmune conditions. If you're having symptoms, it's time to look deeper Deeper. with foods. Okay. Well, those are great pieces of advice. Thank you. Yeah. So how can my listeners find you? They can find me on Instagram, 
Brianne Rice on Facebook at Brianne Rice. They can visit my website, which is Brianne'sHolistichealth.com, and they can send me an email. Awesome. Well, thanks again, Brianne, for being here. Thanks so much really for having me. I appreciate it. And thank you, Eric, for his amazing job. <laughs> thanks, Eric. Yeah. And thank you to the listener. And remember to tune in every Wednesday right here on KKNW at 2 p.m. And that's Love from the Hip. And you can find me at lovefromthehip.com or sakuraskinandmind.com. You can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Love from the Hip. And that's HYP. And remember to stick around for the Get Hip segment. And remember, if you too are interested in being hypnotized on a special edition of Love from the Hip and sharing your experience later on the air, or if you have any questions or comments, please email me at sakura at lovefromthehip.com or call 206-730-7429. And remember to make self-love contagious. Go ahead. I dare ya. On this week's Get Hip, I will be following up with Jared, who had a hypnotherapy session for smoking cessation in the studio on July 30th. Feel free to listen to the session, which is available to you on my YouTube channel called Love from the Hip, and that's HYP. Jared, thank you for being here today. Thank you for having me. So just to reiterate with our listeners who did not hear your session yet, at what age did you start smoking and or chewing tobacco? My first cigarette was when I was 11. But I started uh, regularly at age 14, smoking cigarettes. So your session was about eight weeks ago. What has changed or shifted since your hypnosis? I think uh, I'm more focused on my future goals with cessation from tobacco or products. And it's given me more of a focus and less of a craving. Okay. Yeah, I noticed definitely. And a a decrease in the desire? Yeah, definitely a decrease in the desire and... um, more of a focus in the, the positive. Okay. Um, and I have to ask, in your session, you reiterated a number of times that the reason for smoking or chewing tobacco was because you needed a positive male role model or because you needed to fit in. Was this news to you? No. I generally knew but that why I began. And so it wasn't a big surprise to me mm-hmm. okay. um, that it came up, but how to deal with it, I guess. So, and in your session, you were able to be that positive male role model that you needed. And by becoming this positive male role model, you had to be free of addictions. Was this an aha moment for you? Not a super aha moment because to be, um, you know, the kind of role model I want to be as a father for my my son, addiction free is something, you know, to be the, the ideal role model. Yeah. It's always been something that and striving for and mm-hmm. something I want to show him. You know? Right. Yeah. But was it an aha moment for you to be able to be that positive male role model that you were lacking at those younger ages? Yes, ma'am. I never, I guess you could say that definitely. I yeah. never um, visualized myself as, you know, being that mm-hmm. for myself. Okay. And so that probably has shifted you a bit too. It has after my session um it was the future me that i visualized during our session Uh is uh was was strong and and it was you know overpowering and in a you know positive like feeling and 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 way Mm -hmm. okay so it really gave me uh yeah every day anytime i thought about you know tobacco use it was that was 
right there in the back of my, you know, mm-hmm. my center eye. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So sometimes a habit that has been around for so long may require more than one session and mainly to help remove those learned physical behaviors that become innate, much like brushing your teeth. Um, you have already begun to overcome the tougher struggle, which is the emotional reason that lends to this behavior, which is that being that positive male role model for yourself. So do you feel stronger? Yes, I feel uh, a lot stronger. Okay. It was something, I guess, something that I was lacking in all my uh, many, I guess, it's turned into years of uh, trying to overcome this addiction. Mm-hmm. It was something that uh, I didn't realize that I didn't have. Was, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And then on the flip side of that, would you say that you may require some more sessions? Yes. I think another session to just reinforce mm-hmm. my subconscious, you know, Visualizations. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Would you recommend hypnotherapy to others who are trying to quit smoking? I would. Like I said, like something I didn't realize that I was lacking. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, it's it's uh, instead of just treating, I guess, the outside, um, the inside as well. Mm-hmm. Really, yeah, it really helps give you that um, extra focus uh, when whatever method someone's using to try to overcome this addiction whether it's you know cold turkey or patches or um, pharmaceuticals i think it's uh definitely uh helps give you that extra boost okay yeah that's right for me personally yeah and i don't see why it wouldn't be you know similar for anyone else yeah okay the addiction i think is pretty much the same for everybody yeah yeah it is yeah (laughs) Well, thank you very much for being here today. Well, thank you for having me, and uh, thank you uh, for the opportunity you provided and great step forward that it's given me. Well, and just remember, you, the listener, can listen in on my YouTube channel to Jared's session. The channel is Love from the Hip, and that's HYP.